Hey, we be rolling? Yeah. Hey, everybody, look at that. I got a cat. Welcome to Community Service Podcast. I got my cat for the intro. Um, I'll be touring to a city near you. I got Phoenix, Arizona, Reno, Nevada, Des Moines, Iowa, Calgary, Canada, Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Burbank, California. I got added some dates. I'm tired. Hey, guys. <laughs> look, I just got tired. Did you see that? I get to travel every day of my life. No, I, I, you guys have been showing up to shows, and thank you, Chris, for your clip. This guy's fucking social media genius. I love you. And uh, thanks for coming to my shows, and uh, y'all say you listen to the pod, and people been turning up. Your boy's blowing up. Maybe we buy that mama a house sooner after all. I wonder why she runs. And that's my intro, just smothering my cat with too much love. And if you're sad, get a cat. And if you don't like cats, uh, fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'll fucking be you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. Weird intro, as always. Come to a show, live shows. Tickets on my website, craigconit.com. Tickets in bio. I'll literally say every, uh, anyways, I'll do, someone will message me. Some, actually, someone will. Somebody did. I just saw you're in Winnie. When you coming back? I did seven shows there, man. <laughs> I was there for a week. <laughs> Come on. I'm promoting, posting clips, every single clip it says. Every time, doesn't matter. <laughs> Please pay attention. You know I get the algorithms. I say weird things. They go, He's not, he's not going with us. No. And uh, I love you all. And, uh, and, oh, long intro. Tune in. Huh? Okay. Here we go. Get the jump punches. <laughs> Just going to schedule a bathroom break here for... 20 minutes from now. Um, num, num, uh, <laughs> I got to get energy. That's my my funny juice, liquid IV energy. And they still don't sponsor me, so go fuck yourself, liquid IV. <laughs> Just kidding. No cussing, Craig. Keep it positive. <laughs> um, Hey, what's up? I had to chug that. I'm just relaxed. I got some Ayurvedic treatments today trying to heal myself from myself you know what i'm saying you all y'all y'all just ravage your own body and do bad things and then have to heal yourself yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) shouldn't eat that pork that's richard pryor if you haven't seen richard pryor's live stuff i highly recommend it because i i i quote him in life still he does a bit about a heart attack and he, he does the act out of his heart talking to him. <laughs> and it's it's fantastic. I'm sure I've talked about it 900 times. Anyhow, I got some notes, baby. Um, Well, let's just finish the Ayurvedic shit. I got a Shiradara. They drip that oil on your head and then rub down with some Spanish saffron oil. I don't really know, but, you know, just stuff. Like oil you up and they drain your 
toxic crap. And uh, I'm the worst at sharing stuff, by the way, because like he he told me everything, you know. I just oil stuff. Was it saffron? <laughs> I don't know. It probably started with an S. And my man, my 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 main main <laughs> my main main <laughs> went saffron, and it was probably shiradara. Anyhow, do they do the oil, the rub down? They they uh and uh. Did I talk about this? The bag of the bag of liquid he made me put in my booty? No. I didn't bring that up last <laughs> week. No. That's something to talk about. <laughs> wow. How did I just forget that? When did we record? Uh last Tuesday. And I shoved that bag of juice up my butt Monday. Huh. What the fuck? I guess no, I no, no. Forgot. Two weeks we took a week off. Remember? You went That's to Canada. Why. That's why I was like, why. I wouldn't this all oh, this should go Sorry. at the end. This is the poop story. I guess we just start off with the poop story. <laughs> so uh, I'm doing a detox cleanse thing. Because I'm on the road so much, I can't do the same detox as Sadie. She's doing it more gradually with smoothies. You know, uh, he, he prescribed us smoothies again. This one tastes better. These powders, all these natural Ayurvedic healing powders that I am uh, not gonna remember oh shit it's on a paper nearby like ashwagandha and makachipa and i don't know that's i I think i made that one up see what i mean <laughs> i need the paper a lot of powders but the food is like uh, celery cucumbers apples um just health stuff just produce just alive foods not although i'm a fan of meat you know our meat system's a little fucked up <laughs> You know, you get the hemoglobin cow. How about just a regular cow? I can't talk today. What is <laughs> happening? I feel like, um, yeah, I'm on meds because I'm so relaxed. She massaged me for an I showed up early. They made a mistake. I'm talking all over the place. I know this. But they sent me an email at 10 a.m. And I was supposed to be there at 11. So I showed up early. And then she just gave me an extra time. And, which sounds awesome, but I'm just saying I'm too relaxed. <laughs> There's such thing. I was just like, is it a ghost? No, the power went out. My computer automatically restarts. Um, yeah, just don't do a deep tissue massage and Ayurvedic healing before a podcast because <laughs> you're just, well, I can't get angry today. You know, I'm just like, hey, God, thanks, man. I'm just at peace. I'm tired, and I regret putting on this flannel, and I can't talk. I said, we're wet. <laughs> all right great get your add under control here we go so he gave me this uh i should have kept the fucking bag i think i took a picture of it this iv bag of uh this white powder liquid stuff you know looked like a fucking protein shake you knew he, he made some and uh he goes put this you got to elevate, you know, do the IV. I got my little uh, tripod that you touched right there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the selfie tripod. I put the bag of uh, detox. I call it booty juice stuff. Maybe I'll do a retake of this and actually tell you the names of these medicines. Because as I say booty juice, I'm like, no one's going to ever go to this doctor and he's healing me. And I'm calling them booty juice doctor. He's <laughs> a real doctor. He's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> it's not booty juice. It's some maca powder. 
if you put the and he said sadie will help you and i looked at sadie i was like i'll do this myself you're not putting a straw up my butthole <laughs> we're close but we're not that close <laughs> and so he uh they put the cap on the straw you would think they would sand the straw edges you know you would just think it'd be round nah man they put a little lube on it for you the cap i already had mine now i was ready you know i was like ain't no dry straw going in this butthole <laughs> and so i just lay on my side and i'm just fucking what what are you squeezing over there just... i just lay on my side and I go, oh <laughs> i got my little tripod of fucking detox enema cleansing juice that's a better word than booty juice yeah enema cleansing stuff and then he goes put it all as much as you can up there and hold it in for 15 minutes mm. so now i just got this bag of liquid in my asshole chamber <laughs> whatever the fuck you call it and i'm just tiptoeing around my house i probably should have just laid there but i i'm adventurous you know i like a, i like to get high off adrenaline and i was like let me just tiptoe around the house and see what happens and i felt like tom and jerry you know when they go the little legs and i didn't squirt the floor no splatters i'm a man got control of my butthole and uh yeah and then so you hold that in feels weird just a bag of liquid going in your butthole man i never had that I had the doctor's finger, my finger, <laughs> and two Persian cucumbers one time. <laughs> Different times, not two at the same time. Get, get you animals. I mean, like a one cucumber one time on some meth, and one cucumber one time on some cocaine. You cokeheads, you know you, you know you shove shit up your butt. Don't get at me. It changes you, changes the devil slips in, huh? No, that sounds bad. I'm just saying, you know. Do what you want. Shove stuff off your butt. It don't matter. Richard Gere put a hamster in there. Now that's crazy. <laughs> that's a live thing. Mine was organic. <laughs> I guess a gerbil is organic too. <laughs> How did we get there? Oh yeah, the fucking straw up my asshole. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I just had a bag of liquid in my ass. <laughs> It was real uncomfortable. I'll tell you what, though. The demons came out. I forgot that part. Out of darkness comes the light. <laughs> light, literally. Uh, so much poop came out of me. And then he gave me this other syringe of liquid, but like one of those big plungers, you know, mm -hmm. like a like a, like a a turkey base, but medical, you know, not like a real syringe. The, it was in, it was, you know, that diameter, the size of a horse cock. <laughs> no uh no but the the point was super small and then and then he's like put that oil in your butt and uh and then uh hold that in and then i did and it wasn't as much it was like the bag of liquid was like a lot and then the little syringe was just a little bit i mean you know like a, like maybe like uh like an eight ounce glass of water maybe six ounces was the syringe but the bag of liquid felt like a big gulp. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That felt like a lot. <laughs> and then so I purged the demons. I just pooped. And I farted. I was farting like Nana. You know, like those old lady farts where you know you can't control. Well, they just go, oh. Yeah, they're at the grocery store buying their TV guide, you know. 
This is back in the day. I'm an old man. Nobody buys a TV guide anymore. Banana did, okay? So you shut the fuck up. The crossword puzzles. I like the crossword. No one, none of these fucking millennials know what a crossword is. <laughs> crossword. We're American. No, what the fuck? That sounds so racist. What the fuck is Sudoku? Where'd that come from? I'm imagining Japan. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Um, I never got into Sudoku. It came way later. Like when I was... I was never into crossword puzzles. Who the fuck am I kidding? <laughs> it's just shit your dad did when you were a kid. But I remember Sudoku came like it hit the States by storm and everyone was into it. And I never heard of it. I never was into Scrabble, Boggle, none of that shit. I want to dig in the soil and you know what I want to do. I ain't going to say it no more. I said it enough. <laughs> um... Yeah. Does that complete? Did you have any questions? So, like, <clears throat> were, you, were you shitting all day or did it all oh, come out real quick? That was another scary thing. It. I thought it was going to be horrible and, like, all day long in the bath. No, it was pretty relatively quick. And it all came out within an hour or two and not that many times. I thought I was going to have to poop so much to where you're in pain and yeah. your booty gets chapped because you wipe too many times. You know, that's what I anticipated. I already had the hydrocortisone cream ready. What happened there, Craig? Hydrocortisone cream ready. I turned full Mexican. <laughs> the second one I leaned in. The first one, I don't know what the fuck happened. That happens. It happened to me a, a lot on stage. I got it on tape. I need to go through that shit. Just changing accent, men set. I was like, what the fuck happened there? It was like, hold oh, on, on. And then they're just looking at me weird. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I didn't mean to. What do you want from me? It didn't make sense. You think it makes sense to me? <laughs> My voice just fucking changes mid-sentence. Okay. Was there anything different about the shit that came out of you? Like, did it seem like it had been in there for years and it was... Um. I've been pooping pretty good because I have been seeing him and I have been doing smoothies and I have been cleansing. Uh, so not as bad as I would think, but still, yes. You know, all the cokeheads know. Well, back in the day, cokeheads. They used to cut baby uh, coke. <laughs> they used to cut uh, cocaine with baby laxatives. And if you did it, you took a shit. And let me tell you, it was a, it was a different shit. It was the cleansing of the demon shit. It was got shit out of you from six months ago, those fucking uh, ribeye, you know, that tri-tip, whatever. And you, <laughs> and then you stunk up the whole party. And all the cokeheads, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm, and, you know, they cut it with different shit these days. I've been out the game nine years, so I don't fucking know. Damn near ten years off narcotics. Ooh, that's good. And, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So it... it Honestly, I remember coke shit smelling worse than that shit. But I was a different person, <laughs> different habits. Didn't even know what healthy food was back then. I honestly didn't really know what healthy food was till I worked at Trader Joe's. And I thought that was a healthy food store. And then I learned, oh, no, it's pretty much a junk food store with some healthy options. And then you really wake up and then you go to Whole Foods and you're like, they got poison, too. Everywhere's got poison. Goddamn high fructose monsanto shit 
Anyways, there's tons of good food too. Just buy that. It's just hard when it's next to the Schnickerdoodles. <laughs> I don't want organic beets when it's next to a blonde cookie and a blonde eating it. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> it's just, you know, it's hard. You just gotta try to make the right decision. It was boring, you know. <laughs> you know what decisions I like to make. The devil's winning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like night and day better afterwards? Um, like different? Actually, yeah. I don't remember. I should have documented it because then I just hit the road and ate like a dumpster fire again and completely undid everything I did. I'm like, oh, you fool. But at least I'm trying, you know. And is that something he's going to make you do every so often? No, you're supposed to just purge, I believe, once or twice a year. It's the fall. Like Ayurvedic works with the seasons. Um, if you're interested in it, there's much more science and bigger words to it. I highly advise looking it up. I am, you know, a different uh, version <laughs> of the, you get my interpretation of things. Part Craig, part comedy, part intelligent, part dum-dum. You know, you get it all. That's That's fine. At least I'm spreading the seed of, holistic healthcare in a world where most medication makes you take more medication you know that's true anyways enough of the booty juice talk oh shit r.i.p to coolio gangster's paradise man if you were alive when that was out that was the fucking anthem it just made everybody I remember being a little 11 year old little white boy in torrance <laughs> being like what's sweet you know I was a little upset he beat out Tupac for the best song of the year. He beat out Bone Thugs, first of the month, and Tupac, uh, two of America's most wanted. Gangster's Paradise beat it out. And Baculio was a gentleman and a scholar, and he was humble about it and didn't do no Kanye shit, even though I'm still a fan of Kanye. Praise God. Um, he said uh, something like, I don't think I should have won this, but thank you, you know, because it was, it was Pac and Bone. I, this just note says we need to build things like air, airport wheelchair quality. Those things are tanks. I see some big behemoths in them <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, that sound that's gonna get you in trouble later, Craig. Isn't it? <laughs> but you know what I mean in that they got those good greased wheels yeah. and they spin good and and like shit ain't make like <sighs> shit is not made like that. Everything falls apart. My fucking cord fell apart. Apple. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why don't we storm the apple? <laughs> See what I did there? Getting hacking my old age. Storm the capital. Storm apple. I want my cords to work. <laughs> they break after three months. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Fuck these products. They can make... Oh, duh. Keep it positive, Greg. It's kind of hard when they break your cords on purpose. And then you buy theirs and they change the back end of it. And then you need all these new adapters. And I won't do it because everything else is still on USB. Still on USB. <laughs> and then you buy the knockoffs off Amazon. And they don't work as well because Apple does little things. And it says there's liquid in this. I said, no, it's not. It's brand new. There's no liquid in my fucking cord. Out of a dry package. Out of a dry <laughs> mailbox. Out of a dry 
fucking California. We're in a drought, bitch. There ain't no liquid in my fucking court. Oh, Apple, storm the Apple. I'm not allowed to say things like that. <laughs> the AI will get me. He's telling people to have standards and demand quality. <laughs> get them. Boof a shot of wheatgrass. <laughs> yeah, everything's going to go to my butthole again because I had to shove a bag of liquid in my butthole. Here comes more. Yeah, I just thought like. Seems like that would work. I don't know why I said that. I just. I just. Uh, it's in the notes. It says boof a shot of wheatgrass. <laughs> oh, I remember. I was in Austin doing a rehab with Zane. And uh, we were talking like. It was me and a bunch of junkies. We're all junk. You know, we're, we're all there. You know, they're, and it was, uh, those are my favorite people. They just get, they laugh. There's nothing you could say that's off limits. They laugh at everything. And then when we were saying, like, why can't we get addicted to healthy stuff? Like, why can't I get addicted to yoga? Why can't I get addicted to meditation and working out? And then, like, I, like we were exchanging healthy things, and I was like, yeah, why can't I get it, like, a wheatgrass? And then, and then we were saying, like, somehow we would even ruin that. We'd start, like, boofing shots of wheatgrass. We'd be like, hey, man, have you ever boofed a wheatgrass? You know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's where it came from. But I just wrote the Cliff Notes version of it, and then I forget. I'm I'm doing I'm I'm checking the boxes. It's satisfying. Make a list. <laughs> check it off. Excuse me. It's true. I I already said this, but if you're having a bad day, make a list of all the things you need to do and if taking a shower is on there. If taking a nap is one of them, write it down, check it off. You'll feel better about that nap now, won't you? Now, won't you? <laughs> you do. You go check check done done done. I did the notes. I done. <laughs> I reward myself. Oh, we were talking. Yeah, the rehab stuff. I forgot about these notes. This is from two weeks ago. We took a week off. I was burned out. Life on the road. Life in the fast lane. And I don't even have cocaine to facilitate things. <laughs> it's just me and matcha. You know how hard that is? I'm just saying. The road and little amphetamines go hand in hand. <laughs> Gives you energy. Makes the shitty food taste good. Um, just the things you could say to uh, to people in, in and out of rehab, like addicts, like like back to that. We were talking about like crazy shit we've done, and like like everyone's like, oh yeah, I went to this one, <laughs> just rehab to kick this, and this one kid was talking about working at the airport and getting on heroin again, and then being at the airport with and on heroin you know and then he's like they randomly searched him even though they randomly searched no airport employees ever and he said he's like hang on let me just go to the bathroom and he, he flushed the shit and then he made it through and then was like fired the next day <laughs> and we're, you know what i mean like those are the stories that you say at a rehab and everyone is like oh yeah that happened to me too or like i'll say some shit like yeah, you know, sober nine and a half years, you guys just drive on the sidewalk to feel alive. And like most everyone, every normal person would be like, go to the psychiatric ward. <laughs> and every single person at a rehab is like, yeah, every day, Craig, every day, man. And that is is funny. It's so funny to me, you know, the real ones. But don't be a real one. It's a harder life. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. 
Um, oh no, this one's gonna get me canceled. I must have been high when I wrote this. I think God's a woman, and uh, when creating the earth and the world, you know, say it's a dude, but I think it's a woman. I think, and she, and and she was masturbating, and she was a squirter when she made the oceans, and that's why pussy smells like fish. <laughs> I said God was a woman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It's very progressive. Isn't that nuts? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If, maybe we'll leave it in, but maybe we won't clip that up. <laughs> That's right. I don't understand my own notes, so it takes me a while to read them and be like, what did you mean by that, Craig? And I was always thinking of living off the grid because when I was in Texas at the rehab, I stayed at a farm. And it was cool, you know? They had tractors and cows and chickens and ducks and water. And, and it was fun. And then you realize, you're like, oh, there's not shit to do. You're like, let me go back to the city where there's crime <laughs> and loose women, you know? It's like crime and loose women or uh, cows and peace. <laughs> I choose crime. <laughs> no, no, no. Go to the field, Craig. You know it's a better way. I'm sure once you settle down and get used to the rhythms of just slowing down in life, it's something to do later on. Also, it was hilarious while in Winnipeg. I was, they have different PBS than down here, and they're getting a lot of North Dakota and uh, PBS, Minnesota PBS, Winnipeg PBS. There's so many PBSs, not one movie channel, so I watched a lot of PBS. <laughs> and it was just showing like the farmers and, and the life that they live, and how a lot of them. Uh, grew up as farmers and then moved away to the city and then come back. They all come back to it. And it's so hard. And they talk about they don't know why they come back to it because it's just so hard. It's long hours. It's labor. It's lonely. The corporations are constantly trying to put you out of business by uh, literally if their seeds blow into your land, they'll take you out. If you're organic and uh, sell raw dairy they'll take you out they'll raid you with fda or whatever fbi um that's happened many of times if you think i'm nuts look it up and uh what else will they do they'll they'll change co i seen a documentary on how they just uh, bound and tie the farmers and say go run run you know not literally bro i saw your eyes go like this like just <laughs> meaning like they have to keep up with the equipment yeah. and software updates that they, that cost so much money that is not necessary and they can't afford to stay up to the standards that only the the you know the billion dollar corporations can afford because they got long money then they drive everybody out and then they own all the land and all the food wake up anyways that wasn't supposed to go that route but it always <laughs> does doesn't it craig wake up they're trying to do stuff um it just baffled me 
the I guess the tenacity and spark in a person's soul to just be like, man, fuck this employee shit. That's that's easy street. That's gravy train. That gives me a good life. I'm gonna go dig in the dirt, milk cows, and struggle every day of my life to feed some people and make a little bit of money. That's noble. That's fucking noble. Some people may think it's stupid. I mean, I think it's noble. To each their own. As this world continues to go closer to nuclear holocaust and Armageddon, you start thinking, like, I'd rather dig in the soil than make my corporate cocksucker boss an extra 100K on his stocks that buy him his little Hampton house. I'm just going to go pet some rabbits, and then I'm going to shoot them and eat it afterwards <laughs> because I'm off the grid, and there's no stores over here. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, I don't want to do that. I like Peter Rabbit, whatever that guy's name was, Peter Cottontail, Peter Rabbit. Why am I always glaring at you, man? <laughs> I feel like you're judging me. This pulls over. <laughs> oh, that's a funny line. Um, I just remember not getting invited to weddings, either because I was a too big of a loser or too successful. You know, oh, he's busy now. He can't come. <laughs> oh, no, he's, oh, he's on the, he's on the sauce. Get him out. Did you ever ruin a wedding, or did people just assume you might and stop inviting you? Um, you know, <laughs> stuff happens, man. I gotta bring up. Never old... mind. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. You know, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sober now, motherfuckers. Yeah. All right. You can learn. <laughs> All these judges casting judgment. Man, so what? So what if you ruin a few weddings? <laughs> <laughs> you feel bad about it, man. It was so bad. I repent. I repent. My bad. I didn't do it. I didn't do it again. You know. <laughs> I didn't do it three times, I think. Yeah. Well, I should really... I mean, I... I did my homework, but I didn't finish my homework. I should have read these and then written them out. Because <laughs> I don't understand what I'm reading on my own fucking podcast right now. And who wrote this, Craig? You did. Uh, there's a lesson right there. Stop pointing blame at everybody. You are responsible for your life. You've seen the tweets. No one's fucking coming, bitch. So get up and fix it. Because it's on you. It's on you. And the quicker you learn that. I'm going to start reading books. All right, here we go. This, this, me being unorganized is going to inspire a big old speech because I watch all those fucking TikToks. That guy with the white hair. They, you've seen it. You know where I'm going today? Why? You, he's like this. He's like dreamy. He does that guy. He's like, there's fucking fly in here heckling me. God damn it. He says that thing like, why are you so excited? Why are you so excited when you wake up? And he goes, if you knew where I was going, you'd be excited too. And it <laughs> plays that music. That guy's a G. I, I've been hearting his shit, and the algorithm has been giving me his shit. And he said just that simple shit. He's like, why aren't you reading? He's like, I didn't read. And then I started. And then he's like, there's, a, there's books that will save you time on everything. Everything. 
I'm just repeating his words. This isn't plagiarism. Look him up. I forgot his name. Oh, white-haired preacher boy. Good guy. <laughs> Anyways, he said that if you're indecisive, there's a book on how to make that better. If uh, you want to, uh, you know, there's books on social media that we need to read that I don't want to. Oh, fuck that. I'm funny. It'll work. <laughs> you know, I ain't reading that one. But just whatever. How to fucking get rid of your addiction. How to eat better. How to, how to, how to, how to, how to help you with whatever the fuck that you need help with. And we're not reading it. And we're just doing the same shit over and over. And then you're in Winnipeg and you're mentally ill again. <laughs> no, I actually took it like a champ. It was five days in Winnie. That's a long time to be alone in a hotel when it's cold outside. That's all I'm saying. You know, I got my dreams. The shows were fire. The club was awesome. Oh, man, that club knows how to do it. They treated me like family. They picked me up from the airport. They sold my shit for me. They gave me a little card swiper. They exchanged the money. They signed your little your little autograph. They put you on the wall. Oh, man. Winnie for the win. I love everything about you minus that cold. <laughs> it wasn't even cold when I was there, but they literally told me that it gets negative 40 in winter. And I went, nah, man. Nah, <laughs> don't say that. And they showed me an article like someone was like, swear to God, look. And it said the article headline was like, Winnipeg, colder than Mars right now. And I was like, <laughs> you guys, go down. When it gets negative 40, go somewhere else, dude. Holy shit. That gives me anxiety just thinking of it. And then I asked Sadie, like, what's that like? She's lived in Wisconsin, you know? And she's like, I've experienced negative 30. And she's like, your body doesn't know how to interpret it. It's just painful. She's like, it just hurts. You don't even understand. You're just like, ow, ow. And I'm like, hey, maybe go to Florida for two, three months. Oh, I forgot our country is a little strict with the stipulations. Mexico? <laughs> They'll let you in. Um negative 40 degrees get the fuck out of here man i i actually am starting to like some of the cold if it's like regular cold and it's snow and it's like pretty and the sun's out and you could go out because one of the day there was no snow there it wasn't even that cold yet but when it was windy i couldn't go outside <laughs> my bitch ass couldn't take it that wind hit me and i just would go and every single spot i would go i wanted either soup tea or coffee or to take a bath. I was like, do you have any of these four things? You got tea? No. You got soup? No. You got coffee? No. You got a bath? You got hot water? You got anything to help my uh, cold soul on the inside to the core? Oh, boy. Cold people. They got wicked accents, too, bro. <laughs> that shit was cracking me up. I can't even do them. Canadian people are so nice, dude. They're so fucking nice. We had a couple hecklers. And even the hecklers were nice. I had three hecklers. Two of them, well, one dude, one white chick, and another chick. She was hammered and didn't understand. And it was like that positive heckle where they're laughing at the wrong part. And it really, they have no idea, but it takes all joy out of doing something <laughs> I love. It's hard to explain, I know. Just imagine someone interrupting your speech constantly at the important parts that they're not supposed to. You know, it's off rhythm. It's this extra cadence that completely throws off normally your smooth. It turns a smooth circular into some like elliptical 
weird shit that then I can't, it's harder to manage, you know? I can't even speak well, and I'm up here <laughs> killing, lady. Give me a fucking break. And so that one was difficult, and I was just, I just try to bulldozer and just keep going. But it wasn't that, that energy on that particular show. I did seven shows there. Five were fire. Two were weird. They were weird. The host went up, and they had good comics, too. This club does it right, man. Rumors Winnipeg, God bless. They had hosts that were headliners, you know. Just doing 20 up top, cold opening, just staying in the pocket, taking the hits from the shitty energy crowd that won't give it up. Be like, give it up for her. It's her birthday. You know, you're like, you won't even give up. You always can win over the audience and do your job as a comedian, but there is crowds that lack energy and enthusiasm where you're just like, I said it. I was like, did y'all stub your toe on the way in? What's going on here? I mean, five out of seven ain't bad. And even like the two, they just they just were off a little bit. And this one heckler, he heckled the host. Then he heckled me. And I give you three strikes, you're out. Baseball. And I was a drug addict, alcoholic. You know, you get chances with me. I won't kick you out immediately. And I gave him two chances and it was good. Actually, shout out. Dude. This is not a sponsor of mine. This is on Amazon, Banyan Tranquil Mine. I started taking these before the stage. These things are fucking amazing. It says take two, so before the stage, I'll take four. I'll take two, like two hours, and then 30 minutes before, I'll take two more. So it's like, I don't know. That's just what I do. I'm addicted to vitamins. Watch out. <laughs> Only four. I got to take double. Look at me. I put one in my tooth hole. Let it soak in this bloodstream <laughs> right there. So I truly think, it's, and also I've lost my cool a few times on hecklers, and I said to myself, I'll never do that again because it's so ugly, and they win, and then it just ruins the energy of the room and ruins your show. And it sucks that people keep posting heckler virals, but I understand it goes viral, but it's almost as if you're inspiring yeah. more of them. So it's like, I don't even know if I want to post this because I hate them. You ruin the show. You ruin joy. You're a joy ruiner. You're ruining the show for two, three, four, five hundred 500 people, whoever, whatever the room's capacity is. And how many butts are in them seats? And you think you're killing. You think you're a comedian. That's what I said to the dude because he kept trying to do jokes. And he did it to the host. And I gave him two times. But I, you just let them. I learned lessons. You let them speak and they destroy themselves. And then the crowd turned on him. And I just said something like, hey, you guys like this guy? And they're like, boo, fuck. You know, they, and I was like, do you hear that? I was like, 200 strangers hate you right now. Now, please be quiet. And that was after a few exchanges. Like, it was a good one. It was funny, and then I made him shut up, and it wasn't with anger. And I was trying to get off. I had one more joke, one more quick out. And it's like a 60-second quick big one, you know? And I was like, can you give me 60 seconds? I'm about to get off. <laughs> and then I go to do it, and he comes in. I was like, hey, get him the fuck out. And I kicked him out. And I was like, you couldn't do it, you fucking schmuck, huh? That was the third chance. I have no problem getting angry at that because everyone saw me give them chances. Then I don't lose. I'm not a monster. If you just go zero to 100 and say, fuck you, get out, then I lose and I'm a piece of shit. But I let him cannibalize himself. <laughs> and uh, that was that heckler. That was wild. I mean, that one wasn't that wild. Oh, and the other one was... Uh, Blonde chick, front row, three feet away from me, talking to another blonde chick, front row, four feet away from me. 
and I stopped and I just let them talk until they shut up like teachers. You know, I'm learning, <laughs> I'm getting more uh, tricks, you know, these are tactics. I was like, you guys done? What you talking about? <laughs> it's like, oh, she just got her hair done. I was like, oh, cool. You know, I was like, I'm not a, you know, I use the cheesy hacky line. Yeah, yeah. I'm a human being. I'm not a television. I can, I can hear you guys, you know, not a painting on the wall, <laughs> not a fucking fireplace. I'm human. You're right there. Everyone else is watching the show and laughing. You're talking about your fucking highlights, lady. <laughs> Are you insane? And then, of course, I didn't even do that on stage. I was like, oh, yeah, that's very sweet. You know, you're at a live show. I, I did it with, I did it, I get angry now, but I, at the time, because it makes your blood boil. You're like, you're talking about your fucking hair, lady? I did it with kindness at the show. I was like, okay, that's fine. If you want to talk, you could leave the room and talk the whole night. But while you're in here, please be quiet, you know, shit like that. And then, uh, and then I was like, doesn't it, you just make it funny? He's like, doesn't that make sense? Yeah. And they go, yeah, yeah. And the audience chuckles and they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Oh my God. Some people just don't care or don't get it. I don't understand. Hecklers, you suck. Um, we'll give, I'm going to try to stay on Winnipeg, but don't let me forget Aviator Nation show. Oh, that's so funny. This might be a bit. I think we're just bantering in the green room with comics. Um, women are, women are so funny. They'll all be insecure about their bodies and be like, oh, like I just had a kid. I have a fupa or, you know, or like. I got stretch marks. And meanwhile, a dude will have monkey pox on the tip of his dick. And be like, come on, girl, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's go, baby. Never mind that. That's a birthmark. The difference between men and women. You know what I mean? Like, no. Guys will have shit on their fucking forehead. Be like, I think she likes me. And a woman will be like, I have one freckle on my tit. Oh, no. I better get that laser removed. Guys don't care. And if they do, they're little bitches. And it wasn't meant to be. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I forgot. Did I talk about my mom peeing her pants at the Mediterranean restaurant? Possibly. Damn, my mom pissed herself at a restaurant. <laughs> and we were laughing. We were laughing. Did I talk about how I, one of my cousins, is? she had a rough life. She's a little schizophrenic. And my mom's talking to her and like slapping her on the shoulder. Like, hey, how you doing? And she's like, <laughs> no. Oh, I guess that's pretty dark. Maybe I shouldn't say it. <laughs> oh, fuck. What was the joke that got your mom to piss her pants? We were just bantering. I don't really remember. We just we just cracked jokes at each other. People laugh. <laughs> um, this is about weed being illegal. A lot of these are ideas for the stage that I wanted to rant on the podcast. I know uh, I always say this. I'm an old man now. <laughs> I should just have a section of why I'm an old man now. It's such a hit. When I say like weed, like people who think California weed was always legal. It was, it was not, it was, 
not super illegal to where you went to prison, but if you got caught with any amount of weed, you went to court and you had to go through stuff. And if you got caught with weight, you would go to jail. They, it, it, I mean, it wasn't like Texas or Nebraska or wherever where a roach goes, gets you to prison. But I remember, thank God it never happened to me, but a lot of my buddies got popped with weed underage. It was like 15 year olds with weed. They would send you to like juvie or whatever to the police. They, you went one, two nights in jail, but then you got out, you got a ticket, but then you had to do like drug piss tests, uh, go to rehabs, uh, go to the morgue and see dead people. Like that was your punishment. And I just remember that's where the comedic brain comes in. Be like, hey, I, I smoke weed. I don't want to see dead people. <laughs> that's peaceful. That guy got shot in the head. This is Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't want to see this. You fucked me up more than that flower ever could. Yeah. <laughs> that's the bit. That's what I was writing. That's so crazy. That's how it was. All my friends had to go to the morgue and see dead people. I was like, thank God I didn't get that weed ticket. Oh, I'll go smoke this and look at the ocean. <laughs> Government, look at the dead guy. See what the weed had nothing to do with? And now we traumatized you? Have you ever seen a dead body? Well, you have now. <laughs> Welcome to the Illuminati, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. How'd I forget that? All the Winnipeg shit. Uh, Winni oh. <laughs> Winnipeg fans are awesome. Uh, they gave me lots of weed. Uh, gummies, tea. They gave me this tea. It was so good. I, I thought it was too much. I ate it all and asked them to give me more. Hey, can you come back and give you a hoodie? Isn't that annoying? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quit weed again too. We'll talk about that. That'll be a big long rant. I can't fucking ruin everything. God damn it. Um, but yeah, that sucks. Like I just hate. I don't want to be dependent on anything. Like even my liquid IV. Like if I forget it, I'm like, where's my little sugar packet that gives me the feelings? And uh, weed too. It's just just like, oh my god. Like you shouldn't smoke weed like people smoke cigarettes. That's what it turns into to me, you know. Smoke break. That guy's smoking a cigarette. You're hitting a ninety percent pure concentrate pin <laughs> repeatedly. You know, that's what I. That's why I'm gonna quit. Oh no, what was I talking about? I forgot. Oh, the someone uh, gave me an ounce, a fucking ounce. I was like, dude, I, <laughs> I fly home. I can't. He's like, dude, just take it. And then it ended up being like schnickel fits. So I just took like one little nug to taste it and then uh, roll a doobie with it. And then I had this ounce, I can't fly home with it. So I just found a homeless man in Winnipeg and there's quite a bit of homeless in Winnipeg. And I'm like, I didn't ask questions too dark, but what happens in winter? They must have shelters. There's no way, or they all die. And then I go to this homeless guy. Oh, there was two homeless dudes. First of all, first three days there, I see a lot of homeless dudes. Then I got an ounce of weed and I want to give it to a homeless man. No homeless man in sight. No home. I got a fucking bag of gold for you, homie. You're going to have a little bit more fun down by the river tonight. I tell you what. And then uh, finally I'm going to eat. And I at this crosswalk. I see this homeless dude with a cardboard sign, but he's young and he looks tweaked out. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, where I was like, where I go, yes, I'll give it to him. And, I, and as I get closer, I'm like, oh, no. I was like, I don't want to talk to him. He's bugged out, you know. <laughs> I don't want to hand him a good thing and get stabbed, you know? Just too tweaked out. Also, like, tweaking snow? I mean, I'm just saying, downers would make you warmer. 
<laughs> Tweak already makes you shiver, you know? It's just saying logic, drug addicts, logic. <laughs> it's warmer down by the river on a little H and a little, <laughs> little tweakity-tweak. Anyhow, uh, and then, so I, I'm walking towards him at a crosswalk, and then uh, I'm like, no, and then I see uh, another one over here that's coming. I'm like, oh, thank God, and he looks like uh, the Gordon Fisherman, you know? And I was like, hey, man, you smile. And he had a little, you know, he really did. He had a little Popeye. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you smoke weed? He goes, yeah. I go, there's an ounce in here. And he went, oh, my God, thank you. And he just was very happy. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. I gave an ounce to a homeless man <laughs> that looked like a fisherman and Popeye. And that's, that's the, I've given drugs to the homeless so many times. And uh, you may judge me. And think that's wrong but they're all on drugs and i ask i don't just say here <laughs> i say you smoke weed nine out of ten of them go yeah i've been said no before i saw a guy sleeping i was like you smoke weed he's like no man i was like all right your head's on the concrete i think it'll help a little you know that's pretty dark <laughs> i'm just saying it may make the concrete a little more cozy heavens forbid Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, the Americano at the Fairmont. The Fairmont's too fancy. They don't have a coffee shop. They have one of those like steakhouse joints where they do breakfast, coffee, and dinner. But it's like I, I, I just want, I just want a coffee and a to-go cup. I don't want wood walls and and <laughs> and little heart sugar like like not, you know not immediately. And the service was fantastic. I know I'm complaining about good things. I'm just saying when you wake up first thing in the morning and you need real caffeine and not those little weak hotel Keurig pot, the soft pack ones are not real ones, you know? They taste like half a Keurig. And they're like, you know what you're doing here. I've stayed in a lot of hotels. Some of them have the real Keurig brand that tastes good. Some of them have these little soft things that aren't really Keurigs that don't taste like coffee, but you save a nickel, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I can't drink that piss water, so I go downstairs, but I need my I need a cup of coffee before I can walk and go get a <laughs> cup of coffee. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And uh if this doesn't make sense to you, then you don't have problems. All right? Have fun being happy. You little <laughs> fucking happy fucker. I'm working real hard at it. So hard. <laughs> Getting angry trying to be happy. I just want to be happy, man. <laughs> so I go down there. And then they give me a delicious Americano and it's fucking good. It's strong coffee and it's a big old cup and I drink it, but now I got to poop. But that's my whole rant. It's not a quick to go cup back to the room. I'm on the toilet. It's uh, I need the bill and I can't find the server. And I'm like raising my hand. <laughs> and then I'm like, dude, it's kicking in, dog. I got to go. And then I got two poop stories, I guess. And then And then he comes and I'm a little frantic tweaked up shit in the pants and i'm getting a little, i was rude i for sure i was like hey man where's the bill like I, but i think he knew what i i was like i wouldn't even look at him in the eye i was that you know like, <laughs> I, I turned into the tweaky guy the cardboard saying it was a fucking bill he's like oh i gotta go get it and i just threw a 10 on the table and i was like peace and it was a little rude but i think he knew that i was like bro i'm gonna i threw it with i'm gonna shit my pants you keep the change i also fuck you a little bit i don't like your system here I just wanted a cup of coffee. Anybody orders a cup of coffee, no food, bring the fucking bill, bro. Now I'm over here waiting about fucking shit my pants. Rush up to room, take a monster shit. Fantastic. 
I take my psyllium husk on the road. I've been using Anthony's, blended down even further. Tastes disgusting, makes me want to throw up every time. Works better, though. I hate psyllium husk now, at least that one. Oh. The Trader Joe's one's decent, but uh, it's a thicker grain. Yeah, it's kind of hard to choke it down. So. No, that one's easy to me. The guy I got is grounded finer than powdered sugar. You think it's good, but then it does this weird cake up layer on your throat that makes me want to vomit, but it works better. Those turds come out <laughs> a little axle grease on them. I'm just like, <laughs> remember Tommy boy, when they put the little tube into yeah. the information, it shoots off. Yeah. That's how my turds come out now. <laughs> <laughs> if I bend over, I could shoot a turd a hundred yards. <laughs> Tom Brady, retire. I'm coming. <laughs> What happened to Craig? Well, he took one enema and he shoots footballs out his ass now. <laughs> it's a huge hit. NFL signed him. He's gay now. <laughs> He's got a pig skin in his ass. Oh man, that could be your Happy Gilmore. He could make that movie. That'd be that. I I get Nick Swartzen to co-star with me. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> he inspires me. Also, the Fairmont. Actually, this wasn't the Fairmont. This is a Canadian thing. America. I know we're we're the worst and the best. We're all the things. Okay, people, wake up. If you think we're just the best, we're pretty bad too. Drop a lot of bombs. Look at the history books. Anyways, uh, what I can't stand, I don't have TV in the sense of browsing channels. But I grew up with it my whole life, and I enjoy it. So when I get to do the road at hotels, it's nostalgic and I like to flip. I don't even necessarily watch. I literally just be flipping. It's like, it's like, it's fun. Um, but America, you know, we are America. So we have 9,999 channels because we're psychopaths and we want to make mass shooters and, you know, <laughs> incubate real toxic <laughs> situations and, uh, inspire people to get angry, rise up, and burn the land. That's what we do down here. But Canada is real sweet and peaceful. They had like 40 channels at the hotel. I was like, what am I gonna do with this? I can't flip. That's how I ended up on PBS watching the farmers, the women farmers of Napoleon, North Dakota. <laughs> the old toca like a this. I did that way wrong. Yeah, grow up, Canada. You want mass shooters like the big boys? You want a little, you want a little toxicity? You want some schizophrenic, homeless, leather faces, rampaging, rampaging, whatever that <laughs> word is. Every fucking city you got, get 9,999 channels like the big boys. Don't do it, don't do it. That was a weird rant. <laughs> oh my God, the elevator at the Fairmont was uh, uh, comparable to a fucking roller coaster it gave you the stomach drop every time and almost every floor and it didn't line up and people would trip leaving and they put a sign up like wait you'll trip <laughs> and in my head i was like why don't you fix this i mean i'm i'm gonna pretty agile but old lady you're gonna make her knees buckle like there was times where you go oh you know you go oh shit <laughs> It was the equivalent, uh, maybe maybe not quite, but actually, yeah, of like a, a, a 
train taking off where you got but up so it's not as like fall but you got you bucked and your stomach dropped every single time every time i thought i liked it at first it gets old after five days of it you're like god damn it i just ate eggs also they got the best eggs in canada this little spot called weebies or something oebs oh my god they they had duck fat potatoes with a little parsley Whew. i'm a fancy bitch now look how i'm sitting showing you my moose knuckle want some fat balls <laughs> I said people need to grow up everyone is a child uh, coming from the guy that wants to stay a child forever you're a hypocrite Craig now I just mean in the sense of show up on time do your job whether you want to or not just show up it's fucking annoying it's hard to find good people everywhere just talking to like people it's like just frustrated with human beings that you rely on and you're just like i think we're all just children we never grew up we never took accountability we never like be accountable for your actions it's like yeah i know this is coming from the guy that's fucked up more than most but i'm trying to not do that now and be accountable and be on like it's just frustrating a friend was late that's and it made me write that <laughs> i yelled at him be a fucking man dude what are you doing it was made me so mad. I'll be there at 545. 555, where you at? Actually looking like more like 630. <laughs> I was, you know, it would have made me late to the thing we had to get to. I ain't going to name names, but they know who they are. <laughs> and it made me just fucking go, Gah! and I yelled at him, but then I buried it because he's my homie. And I love him. And camaraderie is worth more than, you know, shit. But it, it gets to a certain point when... We're professional comedians now. Show up on time. Do the fucking gig. Don't be drunk. Don't be this. Don't be that. I know I'm the stoner motherfucker, but I, I'm actually not high on stage and I get the job done. Yes, do I smoke profusely after? Of course, I'm a fucking addict. And the second I'm off stage, I'm like, where is it? I did my job. Now give me my cookie. <laughs> but I, I did it at least to whatever weird addict capacity that is. I wish I could just be happy like the normies. But, you know, I said, I just wrote that one, too. Everyone's pussy, too. Because I heard Dame Dash say that, and I'm like, it's true. You listen to those crazy fucks like Tate. Oh, I love him. That guy, that guy that got banned from the Internet. You don't like him? No. I don't like, I, I only know uh, clips, so I don't really know the full story, but it gets crazy. What did he do to you? I mean, what did he say that made you go, no? I mean, he he just strikes me as a like a fake you know like and spreading misogyny for reasons like yeah there's the some... shit about like my my woman will be like this or like that all that shit is so not real and uh like no the, i mean yes the the people that there's... like him with like the kids that listen to him and start to like talk shit to their their female teacher because she's a lady oh yeah that's like, not good that type of shit so it's no just... i i uh, i hate if he inspires that i haven't really i know those clips exist i haven't came across those yet most of shit i have is played to my cheesy music on tiktok and it's yeah. about uh vibrating higher and being yeah. a man so everything he says in that is pure I, I already know he's guilty of both some of the shit he says is pure knowledge and wisdom you're like you're right dude i need to 
get yeah. on my shit and be a man and level up. And then he may say some shit uh, about that that you're just like, whoa, that's my mom you're talking about. Or, you know, you're just like, hey, fuck off, bro. Uh, so, yeah, I get it. But uh, I, uh, yeah, some of his shit just inspires the fuck out of me. I know he, he got in trouble, though. He did some shit. Some yeah, I mean, video. He's trafficking women at one point in his life. Like, he yeah. lives in Romania to avoid, like, to be able to do the kind of things he likes to do, which involve oh, like shady shit. Oh, I didn't know any of that. Well, that's not. But good. I, that doesn't necessarily mean I think he should be kicked off every platform. But I still believe in freedom of speech. The way but I didn't know. Like he became this guy. That, Is he a monster though? That's what the thing that sucks. Like this guy could be a monster. And a piece of shit, and I feel awful spreading because he's got a his name multi level marketing scheme to get people into his like top G school of what a hustle. Oh, he does the school hustlers university shit. Yeah, see those schools. Everything's a double edged sword. I'm sorry, man. Those schools absolutely inspire and change people to level up and start businesses and and create and uh, just build and. But then they all fiercely uh, can rip people off that, and it, it just sucks because. I mean, he's playing off of true insecurities people have, and there are fixes for that. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. If he's fixing shit like that, that's awesome. If he's ripping people off and manipulating them in the process, that's obviously obviously not fuck that guy. Yeah. If he's doing shady illegal shit, obviously. You know, if it ain't firecrackers and drugs, fuck that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like peaceful crime. I don't like malicious stuff. But it's funny, too, because he became someone that if you bring up on your podcast or, or hat on, the algorithms loved him. And it wasn't like he was naturally what the algorithms loved. The algorithms picked him as this sort of point, focal point. And so it became like, Everyone was talking about him because everybody knew if you talk about him, your numbers go up. And so yeah. it's like a weird thing where somebody wanted him to be this popular. It also sucks. It just sucks that uh, just people, like, there's just no more heroes anymore. <laughs> you like, you just, What's that damn saying from Batman? Your heroes live long enough. They, they turn out to be a villain. You're just like, fuck. You're like... Jesus, can you come back already, dog? <laughs> I don't know who to believe in. He's like, believe in yourself. Jesus had some shit about him. You don't know. Yeah, he's <laughs> he rolled around with some hoes, I tell you what. And that's why I like him. <laughs> 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 oh, man. How long have we been rolling? Uh, an hour and five minutes. Okay. I'm supposed to remind you about Aviator Nation. I'm getting fucking hot. Is it hot in here? It, it, I mean, a little bit. Fucking We're both wearing flannels and the lights are on. Uniform, my fucking you. There's so many more notes left. I told you, I got. <laughs> well, we're doing another one tomorrow. I was gonna have a guess. Oh, sweet. I got to text them. I forgot. <laughs> um, man. I just said, doctor made me put stuff in my butt. <laughs> fucking doctor. <laughs> Bag of fucking fluids, dude. Um, this is funny. This is not funny. My flight was delayed so bad that I fell asleep and woke up like an hour and a half later and was like, 
I thought that like, I was like, did I do it? Did I do the thing that we all wish that we did where I fell asleep the whole flight <laughs> and landed in LA and I'm home now? And then I was like, it didn't feel right, you know? But I did have a moment of like, and then like the guys next to me just went, nah, dog. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Like some problem in the cockpit. They got mechanics up there. And it's funny. I know this bit's been done, but it's true. Like after two hours of being on a plane, you say, just go. I don't care anymore. (laughs) I don't care. Fucking go. I'll take my chances. And we all felt that way collectively as a plane. You could feel it. Fuck this light, whatever it is. Your check engine light. Hit reset. <laughs> Go. Get it going. I'm done. That was this poor family with a baby. That baby took it like a champ, too. It was such a good baby. It only got antsy for a moment. I felt like I got more antsy than the baby. Oh, I helped this sweet old Asian lady. That's right. Oh, my God. She made me this. She was so cute. She was struggling <laughs> with her bag. And I was, I just grabbed it and put it up for her. I didn't even give her an option. And uh, and then she sat down. And then this was like an hour or whatever into the flight, you know. And uh, she taps me and hands me this. And then I was like, oh, my God, you're so sweet. And then uh, later she made me another one out of a napkin. And it was a pterodactyl. And you pulled the, the thing and it flapped the wings. Um, but it wasn't a dollar, so I wiped my mouth with it, and I didn't help her again because she didn't tip me. I'm just kidding. Of course I helped her, and I did keep the pterodactyl, and I showed it to Seti. I can't even pronounce Seti's fucking name. Seti. Actually, Dr. J says her name like that. Um, He's Indian. Seti. <laughs> and... uh. I talking about oh no and then i wiped my mouth with it and used it but it was it was a napkin yeah it was cute i kept this one good energy sweet lady do good things you get a dollar after it no but it just made my day after uh you know that flight was kind of shit for the whole people and you get handed a little heart dollar you go oh 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 that's nice Oh, I took these too because I woke up from the nap and then I started and we still weren't moving for like another 45. I was out for like an hour and a half. My flight was at 6 a.m., bro. I got up at 3, 3.30. Oh, you know why I have fucking saddlebags? I brought my sunglasses. Don't worry. It's time for the cool part of the show. (laughs) Oh, no, I forgot what I was talking about by putting on my sunglasses. What was I talking about? Uh sitting on the plane you took the tranquil mind oh that helped this stuff's lovely can't do it well folks did we do the aviator nation oh we didn't story we didn't you know i don't know how this one came across but i enjoyed it and i hope you did too aviator nation so this is marketing genius by then my buddy runs a show there, and they they pay you cash, but it's not much. It's like, I forgot, it's like 25 or 50 bucks. Just, I mean, some money is better than no money always, but it's, you know, it's nothing to pay the rent with. And uh, 
but then they give you $200 store credit. But everything is $300. Um, but the sweatpants were $158. <laughs> I walked in that place with a bad attitude, being like, man, fuck this shit, this boozy ass shit. I don't want it. I don't need it. I get my sweats at Costco. I don't need this shit. But when it's free, it's $200 free. So I got a, all you can get if you want to stay at the budget is a sweats and a t-shirt off of the discounted rack. Not even a, a fresh <laughs> one. Not even a new one. Mine was $38 with a hole in it. With a hole in it that I didn't even notice till after I bought it. I was like, motherfucking 38 with a hole? With a hole? Okay, Aviator Nation. Uh, keep in mind, I, I really was like, fuck this place. I don't like, they're pretentious. I put the sweats on. Best sweats I've ever owned in my life. Rich people, all right, man, I get it. You, you guys do it right. Your $158 sweats are like silk. They, they're hotter, they're warmer, they're warmer. I have thicker sweats that were $12.99 off of uh, Amazon. Way thicker, not nearly as warm as these suckers. These things just breathe, and I'm just like, oh no, I'm gonna get addicted to rich people shit. It's better, guys. I'll never pay for it. <laughs> I really wanna get booked again. <laughs> Stephen Fury, book me again. It's so funny because they have like $850 jackets. He's like, at first when I was hit with the deal, like 200 in store credit, he's like, man, fuck this, give me the money. And then he's like, oh my God. He started stacking it. He's saving up all his credits. So he's gonna get the $850 jacket. <laughs> it's really funny where you go, bah, and then you try it and you go, oh, it is better up there. Everything's better up there. I've never been up there. I've only visited it. I can't wait to get up there. You got the view, you're on the hill. The poor people gotta run up it and they get real tired, you know? <laughs> I've been running up the hill. I just wanna be on the top of the hill. Shit rolls downhill. I've been down here all my life in the shit. I don't wanna, I just wanna be rich, man. I wanna own this place and kick my neighbors out. <laughs> it's like, my place now, bitch. Yeah, that's all. I couldn't believe it, man. I was like, these motherfuckers. I haven't done it, but it made me want more stuff. I was like, that's how they get you. It's still hard to do unless you're not stupid rich. But once I get stupid rich, I'll, I'll buy them now. The Costco Craig is still there, but he experienced top of the hill, you know? Costco Craig can shop at Nordstrom's too. Do you think once you have access to all of it, it'll be less special? No, because I was struggled so hard for so long. I, uh, I've never known what it's like to be rich. You know, people may think I'm rich right now, but you know what two cars I have. <laughs> I have a 17-year-old Camry and a, and a 10-year-old Kia Optima. And they're both hand-me-downs from my mother. And I don't care. I paid her two G's for one. <laughs> I was supposed to pay her two G's for the other, but I just know she'd blow it on me anyways on stupid shit. And she told me to keep it and invest in my business. So I did. And uh, so I don't feel guilt about it. 
it does make my nuts not drop as far as I'd <laughs> like them to, if I'm being real honest. It makes you feel like, oh, fuck. I'd rather buy her house and her a car. We're on our way. We're well on our way, baby. So keep liking and sharing. It's also cool that a lot of my fans, you guys are the best. You've been coming to so many shows. You tell me you listen to your podcast. A lot of you message me. I started from the beginning. And you see me come out of a studio apartment with no kitchen. You know, you know the tale. I don't want to keep repeating it. But if I could do it, you could do it. I'm missing the tooth. (laughs) 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 I could do it. You could do it. Um, And that's all people before me have ever taught me. And that's what I hope to teach people. Uh, Because you you can clean it up, man. It's a vicious cycle. You're constantly trying to keep going, you know. It's annoying. It's exhausting. But the latter is not an option for me. I can't go back down there. I didn't have a kitchen. I didn't have, you know, a hot girl. I didn't have any money. I didn't have pocket knife money. I can't wait till that pocket knife money turns into house money, you know. Oh, what are you going to put in your new house you own? Independent water source and electricity <laughs> not dependent on the government. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Craig, because you're a man. Um, Well, I'm getting real sweaty. I just love you all, and, I, and I'm very grateful for you. I'm at a pretty peaceful place, uh, you know, and... Uh, I wasn't all tweaked up and crazy. I like to do that. We'll get that in next week. I need a nap. I just did six days in Winnipeg. I'm tired. And then I got lubed up by this lady. I mean, like Shiradara, oil, everything. It's crazy. People are like, now I'm interested. (laughs) No, not like that. Healthy, holistic healing. Um, Yeah, I just love you all. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Just keep vibrating higher. Keep your head, you know. Yeah, it sucks. I didn't know about that Tate guy. I was like, great. Now and I go look that fool up. Go down that rabbit hole. Fucking trafficking. It's like, did he though? I don't know. That's the shitty part. Like, if he did, fuck him. And if he didn't, fuck whoever's lying about him. It's like, um, but yeah, I know he said some dicey stuff. So I was. That's why I was like, I was like, I like some of the stuff he says because <laughs> it is inspiring. But you know fucking rhetoric you know people are nuts i know i said some nutty nutty things but most time i'm just fucking joking (laughs) people are like what unless i'm unless it's about checking institutions of power then i'm (laughs) i'm joking (laughs) um but i just love you all and uh yeah people are what's up people were protesting for iran and canada at the human rights place i forgot i went to that museum and humanity is real awesome don't let them think don't, don't let them think the negativity and the darkness is winning because every one of us is out here doing good the majority of us are and that's the truth just don't watch the fucking news people are protesting because they want peace and love and food and family and shelter nobody's protesting for more bombs and murder we're pro you know humanity is uh, is as a whole good there's just these caca stinkers you know a couple caca apples man (laughs) (laughs) but that's not us and just make sure that's not you and if it is you 
you better you better change that and i love you all and thank you for listening peace out homies <laughs>